Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Uh, well, we've got a special little bonus segment today. This is not an episode of the podcast. Our next episode will be Monday uh, with workaholic star and creator Adam Devine back for his second time on the podcast to talk about uh, New Orleans. We were down there for two weeks filming the second season of his stand-up comedy show for Comedy Central, House Party. Uh, he's now down there doing Pitch Perfect. He talks about that. talks about crazy uh, stories being at uh, concerts and watching young kids tweak out on drugs uh, and also TMZ trying to set him up uh, getting caught uh, getting his uh, penis uh, played with. Uh, it's a great episode. Adam's always a blast and hilarious. So enjoy that episode on Monday. But today's episode, I got to interview Marv Albert, the longtime NBA commentator. Uh, he's been commentating games for TNT and NBC for years. Of course, he got caught in that scandal where he bit a prostitute. We talk about that. I, I don't know how we got him. A friend of a friend knew him. He stopped by for 20 minutes, and we had a nice little sit-down interview. Uh, it was incredible. He talks about interviewing Obama uh, and biting the prostitute and gives us some predictions about the NBA. Now, this interview happened while the Eastern Conference Finals was still going on. This was a couple weeks ago, uh, but we wanted to drop it for you guys because it, uh, it was an entertaining 20 minutes. Of course, follow Brad and I at Funny Brad and at Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter. Get our albums, Pop-Tart Suicide and Hi-Ho on our websites, AdamRayTV.com and BradWilliamsComedy.com. Uh, Brad Williams is on the road right now. You can go see him. Uh, he'll be at Side Splitters in Tennessee, June 5th through the 7th. Um, uh, that's already happened. <laughs> June 12th through the 15th, he's in Bonnaroo, and July 3rd at the Ice House. I, of course, am at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City, July uh, June 17th through the 23rd, and uh, the La Jolla Comedy Store headlining uh, June 27th and 28th, and then Lake Tahoe, the Improv, over 4th of July, July 2nd through the 6th. Those are the dates. Those are the Twitters. Go to the website. Shop through the Amazon banner. Click on the banner. Do your shopping. Throw us some coins. But for now, sit back and enjoy this special About Last Night podcast bonus segment with Marv Albert. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and... It's about last night. Hey, everybody. It's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. We've got a very special bonus segment of today's podcast. Obviously, the NBA playoffs uh, are underway. Uh, we're in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Uh, the Heat and the Pacers, the Spurs and the Thunder, formerly the Sonics. Uh, I hope they lose uh, in uh, amazingly... I hope the Thunder uh, get their asses kicked uh, in heartbreaking fashion. I want them to go to Game 7, and then I want them to lose so the city of Oklahoma can see what it feels like uh, to lose. Because that's what we felt like. But times 10, because we had them fucking taken away and moved 
you know what? I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to cry. So what I'm going to do is welcome my guest, longtime NBA commentator and uh, prostitute biter, <laughs> Marv Albert. Yes, it's good to be here, Adam. Thanks for having me on your show. Marv, thanks for being here, man. We're, uh, we're all big fans of you. You've been, uh, God, you've been in the league for, what, how long? It, it's over 30 years at this point. I'm becoming a bit of a dinosaur, as they say. Yes, I am. But uh, it doesn't get old, you know. Uh, no. You're still killing it. You're still, what's your catchphrase? Is- uh, well, I have a couple. Right. Uh, one is uh, in the corner for three. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah. a big one. Yeah. There's You're also- just saying what's happening, basically. Exactly. And then you add yes to it, and, and that became and, a catchphrase. And, you know, I like to get dirty. There's a facial is, is a big one from downtown. Bang. I mean, that's actually Mike Breen's, but I stole it because sure. I'm better. Now, the facial and the downtown. Were these also catchphrases you used when you engaged with prostitutes before I, you bit them? And I don't know if you want to talk about that, but I want to talk about well, that. Well, at this point, it's common, it's common sense that I absolutely use those, those terms. Um, you know, strip, common sense, you mean common knowledge? Common knowledge. Well, yes, common knowledge, common sense. Um, basically, what ended up happening was when I was with this stripper, uh, she, she was having issues with me sitting on her face. So I decided instead to just give her a facial. And, and that's where it came, that, that phrase. That's where you came. I came. There was a phrase involved. Yeah. And it was, I had to stand back from like the three-point line. And it was from downtown. It was a downtown facial. And it was beautiful. Yes. Um, you know, that's incredible. Because, you know, you hear a lot of these famous calls. And you're always wondering, what's the backstory? So little did, little did we know that... Yeah, not many people know that uh, the facial was an actual facial. Sure. Now, before we get into your, your, uh, your analysis of these playoffs, you bit a prostitute. Um, Correct. I, I guess without, you know, uh, to do my best Katie Couric uh, interview, uh, why? Well, it was more of a nibble. Um, but at the same point... Well, that's arguable. Well, you know, you weren't there. But at the same point, uh, she was being a bitch. And sure. You know, sometimes... Is that consistent with most prostitutes, or are they all pretty nice? You know, it's interesting. Uh, sometimes you have these girls that are just fantastic, and sure. they do everything you want. They right. don't say a word. They make you feel good. They, you leave. You, yes. You know, this was great. But then there's some of these You say that bitches. to yourself after they leave. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I look in the mirror and say yes at least three times a day. You're not just commentating basketball games. You're commentating your life. Life. Sure. It's simple. You know, I ate a sandwich, and it's got lettuce, tomato, and pickles. Yes. It's right. It's incredible. Sure. Even when Someone I t- find that annoying. I find it endearing. Well... Yeah, I, I haven't found a woman to stand me for too long. but sure. uh, Well, you're fucking biting them. That's not helping your cause. It was a, it, it's a nibble. But it, she, was, she was overly aggressive towards my ball, my balls. And you, whoa, whoa, that was, no, no, no. You said ball. Now, let's investigate this a little bit. You have one ball or she just was attacking one ball and you were like, there's well, another. Don't leave him out of the equation. There, I was actually, I have an undescending testicle. So one of them is bigger Jesus. than the other. And she went after the the small guy, yeah. and he doesn't feel as much as the big guy. No, you've got Muggsy Bogues and Larry Johnson. Absolutely, she went after yeah. absolutely. I, George Marison and 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 Muggsy Bogues here. I mean, we're talking sure. huge. Uh, but basically, she went after it, and and I told her don't go after it. Yeah, and she kept going, and then I slapped her first. N- not many people know I slapped her before the bite. Yes. Well, yeah. now they do. Well, well, I got to be honest. That would make anybody. If you slap somebody, first of all, don't hit a woman. 
That's uncalled well, she's for. not quite a woman. It's in between, you know, so prostitutes. Prost- yeah, there's a fine line. I guess my next question is: Do you think prostitutes are people? I don't know. That's that's well, yes and no. Uh, you can you can use them as a person, but I would say that they're more geared towards. Uh, boy, uh, I wouldn't. I would rather take. There's a you know, if I could have a sex doll. Or yeah. a prostitute, I you know the same thing. You would for me. Get, okay, so the amount of emotional attention you would give to a sex doll and a prostitute is about equal. Absolutely, fair enough. Now, yes. when you bit her, do you go right for the bite, or is there like a move that leads into it? Like when you're having sex, normally there's a little bit of foreplay involved. You'll you know somebody will perform cunnilingus or fellatio on the uh, on the respective uh, uh, participant but do you now do you do a little like a little massage on the spot you're going to do almost like the way you, before you get a tetanus shot they kind of rub some alcohol on your shoulder and then before the shot do you give sort of like a rub or maybe you lick the spot you're about to chomp on or you just go straight for the bite as if it's a fucking blt that you just pulled out of a jewish deli well i I actually do a few push-ups before sure, uh, to make sure my deltoids are in order. Yeah. And then I do, you know, did you ever see that anchorman when he, you know, the human torch is a bank loan. I start doing my warm-ups for, for my announcing, and then I really, you know, I don't lick it. I don't, I don't, there's no lube. There's nothing. It's a bite. So I'm coming at you. It's like Tyson. It's a dry bite. It's a dry bite. If I had a blow dryer to make it even more dry, I would do it. But at this point, you do seem like the type of guy that would do some weird shit like that I with do. a blow dryer. You know, like, I, I feel like you say to, to dry the spot that you're about to fucking, you know, bite the draw shit blood out. from. Absolutely. But I feel like a blow dryer might be another toy you use. You know, I feel like you might do something weird with the blow up doll with the uh, with the blow dryer. Well, like, many people don't. Maybe you blow know. up the doll with the blow dryer, and then you just leave it up inside, and you try to pull it out with your with your. I've actually never tried that, but I will. Sure. Thank you, Adam. That's sure. an interesting, interesting idea. Well, I do do is some. I said do do. Sometimes people, you know, they love wet hand jobs. You know, I actually love dry hand jobs. So that's where the the hair dryer okay. comes in. I have them blow hot air as they're beating it Jesus. to keep it very dry, like the Sahara. Um, it's fantastic. I, I, I recommend it. I don't recommend it. I'm going to go ahead and uh, this is my show, so I'm going to have to n- hope that my listeners do not uh, implement your dry hand job. To each their own, I suppose. I guess. Let's shift gears now to the NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs. Yeah, Pacers, Heat, Oklahoma City, Thunder, uh, fuck you, and the San Antonio Spurs. Double fuck you. I actually hate both these teams. Boy, you sure don't like those Thunder, do you? No, I don't, because uh, they were my Sonics, and now they're not. But um, that's besides the point. They are in the Western Conference Finals. They do have a great shot to go. They do. They were down 0-2. Now it's 2-1 because Serge Ibaka has come back. What do you think the Thunder, in addition to getting their all, all-star center back, need to do uh, in order to take down the, uh, the, the, the Spurs, who are just, you know, heavily uh, armed with talent and, uh, and well-coached by, by a guy who, who looks like he is a guy who should be convicted of some sort of, like... Yeah, Popovich has some weird things going on. Yeah, I feel like he's the guy that, like, he would, like fart in an elevator and blame it on a fat kid, you know? You know, it's or, funny or, that you say that. Or hit on a pregnant woman. At the All-Star game in 76, he did that. Yeah. Well, that's why you're Marv Albert. You're, you're the best of the best. You've got stats like that. Uh, you've also got freaky blow-dryer handjob fetishes. Now, who do you think in the West is going to come out on top? Uh, absolutely the San Antonio Spurs. Um, I, 
I just don't think the Thunder have enough. Yeah. Uh, I love Kevin Durant. He is a fantastic player. Uh, Russell Westbrook is a little bit of, you know, I'm going to say he's a dick. Uh, sure. Russell Westbrook is an annoying piece of shit. Jesus. And, yeah, it's, yeah, you tried doing an interview with him after the game. It's terrible. I'll tell you that right now. But besides the point, he is a good basketball player. However, he takes too many shots, and therefore Durant can't get in the rhythm. Right. It's all about rhythm, and as you know. Got, yeah, I'm it, sure the same thing. Yeah, come on, man. It you're, is true. You're, you're pumping. You're sweating. You're grabbing. We're you're, biting. You're biting. Well, you're biting. Let's not throw me into the mix. All here. right. Well, at one, not... that's my goal is to get you to bite. Sure. Maybe a nibble. I feel like maybe there's some sort of like protective biting gauze that you could like, you know, um, sell and, and market to to other prostitute nibblers, if you will. That's um, not a bad idea. Sure. Have you ever thought about uh, diving into an entrepreneurial? Well, uh, I did want to come up with an app um, where it locates prostitutes willing to get bitten. Sure. Uh, but there turns out there wasn't enough of a market, I was assured. Uh, I disagree, but to each their own, as I said earlier. Now, back to the playoffs. Uh, Tim Duncan. Sure. A legend. A legend. And, you know, I've always thought this about Tim Duncan. Although he is big fundamental, he also somehow finds a way to win games in the most crucial of moments. Yeah. But he also loses big games in the most crucial. Like last year, the miss, whatever, layup floater that he missed. That's right. That was costly. Very, very costly. Yeah. What, do, you, do you remember your call during that? Uh... I actually wasn't calling that game, unfortunately. But, but, but I'm sure as you're home watching, you probably mute the TV and just call games to yourselves. It is true. It is true. Boy, you must have a camera in my apartment. I better stop biting. Yeah, yeah. You better stop biting. You better stop uh, blow-drying your cock. It's terrible. But, yes, I was calling it, and, and it was simple. You know, in the paint to big fundamental. He's got a man on his back. Wait a minute. He's fading. He's got a man. Oh, my. G- Wait a minute. That was terrible. That's that's sure. what happened. Sure. There was nothing there. I, I have no call. You've caught a lot of great games, seen a lot of great players. Do you have any memorable moment that stands out to you as, as maybe one of the greatest things you've seen live? The greatest moment I've seen in a game was when Ron Artest jumped into the fans' stands, the stands where there were fans, sure, and started fighting. The malice at the palace was one of the most special moments in NBA history. It was incredible. Very exciting. People forget about it, but I don't know how you could. Steven Jackson clawed a man. Yep. Open-handed. Fit. There was no fist. At any point, did you think about jumping in and, and assisting in the fight? Maybe, maybe finding a woman who, you know, you, know, you don't have enough time in that moment to, to, to locate, you know, her, her professional whereabouts to see if she is in fact a prostitute but do you see maybe like she looks like a prostitute let me help out these players that i love and adore so much and 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 put my mouth to uh you know to its second use which is not to commentate professional sports it's to uh bite sluts well there were actually people do not know this because it was not caught on camera but just before jermaine o'neill dropped that giant mexican fella i actually found his wife and that's what sparked it. He thought Jermaine O'Neal bit his wife, but I actually bit his wife multiple times, drew blood, and then he tried to fight a seven-foot monster and, of course, got dropped like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. 
you're going to lose that fight. Right. Have you been in any fights yourself? I have. Uh, one was in the third grade. Um, I came out on top. The other. Who did you fight in the third grade, Marv? Billy Stetson. Jesus. Billy Stetson. He, he sounds knows like who an he asshole. Is. He's a dick. I'll tell you. He came at me for my lunch, and I was not having it. What were you chewing on that day? That day it was a mixture of things. My mother always made me a turkey sandwich. Sure. And then on top of that, I had a special treat. It wasn't a Twinkie that day. Fruit it, by the foot. It was actually a similar thing. It was a fruit lather. Have you had that before? The fuck did you call me? A, f- a fruit lather. I feel like that's something you did to these prostitutes. That, that after you bit them, you gave them a fruit lather. It's, a, it's an exfoliating scrub. They do have that. Oh, God. I, You're not making this better. Well, Billy Stetson. All right. So he, 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 he stole your his, fruit lather. I took a right hook. He went down. I went to the principal's office. The other fight. Please. Now, before you do that, g- give me a play. If you were giving a play-by-play of third grade Marv beating up Billy Stetson over the fucking fruit lather. Okay. What, That's what you want? H- here we go. Okay. Here we go. This Marv Albert enjoying his turkey sandwich. There's a pickle. Unbelievable. It's a, it's a bread and butter pickle. Oh, Billy Stetson making his way over. It looks like he wants the fruit lather. He says he wants it. Marv doesn't. Marv is not having it. Oh, boy. A right hook by Marv Abbott, the people's champ. Yes, what a play. And now Billy Stetson has a black eye. That's the best I can do for you, Adam. I, you know, it's. That's really. It was. Jesus, you are the best of the best, man. I don't know. You're making me rethink my whole stance on biting. I got to tell you this. My other fight, because I, I know you'll enjoy this. Yeah. I actually got into a fight with Dennis Rodman. Holy shit. Yeah, the craziest man on the planet. He really does seem like he's the craziest. It's, it's funny because he's not a great fighter. Most people don't know, but yeah. Dennis Rodman is kind of, you know, he's, he's like an Asian man who's not been trained in kung fu. Okay. And there are a few of them, but the ones that don't know, it's like Rodman. We were, we were actually in the halls after the Bulls won their sixth championship. Right. And I basically said to Rodman, you'd be nowhere without MJ. And, you know, he, he looked didn't at, take too kindly to that. Well, he looked at me, started dropping stats about defensive players of the year and all this bullshit. I told him I bit strippers. We got into an argument and then he came at me. But, you know, I got in my boxing stance and gave him a, a jab to the belly. And that was it. Um. You, you've, you've won countless awards. You've commentated countless playoff games. Uh, you've met some of the uh, world's uh, greatest athletes and uh, businessmen. You've shaken the hands of political leaders. You've I actually did an interview with the president. With Barack Obama. I did indeed. And somebody told me you actually do a pretty good Barack Obama impression. I do. If you I can, do. Give, can you give me some of, some of the excerpts of, uh, from some of that interview of, of you and Barack? You want me to give you a little back and sure, forth? Sure, sure, yeah. Okay, well, it started, I said, well, hello, Mr. President. <clears throat> uh, hi, Marf, how are you? Uh, and then he came back to me with, you know, a couple of questions about uh, basketball. He said, uh, so, Marf, uh, tell me, uh, what's your favorite game to call? Is it college or is it pros? And I told him, how can I decide what's better? Basketball is a sport. One is better than the other. You know, college, pros, there's no difference. The one serious question that was off camera, now I'm talking to you, Adam, but I wanted to tell you, I asked Barack about smoking weed. 
Many people, you know, they say, oh, he inhaled. I said, how many times have you smoked? And, and his response was simple. Uh, well, you know, Marv, I've actually smoked a good amount of weed uh, over a pound in my lifetime. Holy shit. I know. A shit ton of weed. <laughs> I was so shocked. I, I was wondering, you know, blunts, was it J's? Uh, d- you know, bongs, pipes, vaporizers. I came with everything. Sure. Uh, and he told me, uh, I've pretty much done it all. Wow. I pretty much, I mean, I'll smoke a J, and then I'll light the box, and then I'll put on a gas mask uh, to pretend I'm in Russia. Oh. Absolutely. That's incredible. What would commentating Barack Obama hitting a vaporizer sound like? Well, it would, well, you'd get the bag blowing up. The, uh, sure, so, com- yeah, so commentate you know, that. I don't know. Well, okay, here's Barack Obama. He's flipped the switch as the vaporizer heats up. There's a little bit of Granddaddy Kush on the table, and he's going to grind it right here for Barack. He's, oh, Barack is grinding. Currently, what a grinder he is. Yes. He takes it out, funnels it into the vaporizer, and here we go. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, that's some good shit right there. That's the Granddaddy Purple. And that's it. That's I think that would be a pretty close rendition. That's great. That's um, that that's incredible. I uh, again, you're you're a legend. You've you've talked to some of the best in in the game. You've you've shaken hands with some of the best in the world. But what I really want people to walk away from this Tell remembering me. is that you blow dry your cock before it's jerked. Marv Albert, thank you so Thanks much for, having me, for being on the About Last Night podcast. This has been a special bonus interview with the great Marv Albert. Uh, thanks for watching. Go Spurs. Fuck the thunder, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.